Hey everybody and welcome to episode 36 of Honest to Pod. I like the excitement, you were really loud when you said 36. <laughs> so yeah. 36? 36! Um, I, may over, I may be over-caffeinated. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, hey everybody, welcome to Honest Pod with me, Ashton McAllister. And me, Matthew Ali. Oh my days, that was a delay and a half. Oh no, really? Yeah. Hey. Oh, well, we'll press on. We'll press on. Okay. Um, oh, that was fine, actually. That was no delay there. Okay. I'll ask you a question. Okay. How big is your penis? It changes quite often, actually, um, depending on my mood. Yeah, there's so, no delay. You answered that question right away. So that would <laughs> um, be a difficult one because I've got to try and be funny. But <laughs> <laughs> that was a great answer, personally. It was good. It was uh, diplomatic and scientifically correct, and yeah, all rounded. Excellent. Um, episode thirty-six, and we've got a very pearly mat on um on the line. Pearly. Pearly means sick. Poorly. Do you know what, right? Get this. I get slagged off by people here in in Ireland for saying words in an English style. And I get slagged off from people in England for saying things. And I, I can't win. I'm getting you said poorly is the English way of saying poorly. Poorly, poorly, poorly. I'd say poorly. Maybe I mean, I it's say. cute, but it's obviously not right. Yeah. I went really hard on Saturday, right? Yeah, got home about to six. not make your sickness about me and go back to you not being well. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I woke up and so I got home about, I must have got to bed just before 7 a.m. And then I went to sleep and woke up at 2.30 and my eyes were like glued shut with like fucking... Um, semen. Yeah, loads of semen. Um, and now my eyes have been red and like swollen and sore and they got really, really bad today. And then for some reason, it must be unrelated. It can't be the same. But then my body just went like to break down and I'd, like, I've been really sick and I had like fluey type stuff. So I've been taking like eye drops and flu stuff. So hopefully it's good for Dublin this weekend, um, which, you know, I said I'm not super excited about, but you know what? Hey, ho. And it's raining a weekend, which is awful. I know. Awful. I what looked at the weather after I booked my accommodation. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's really bad, like raining all day. I don't even know to wear because I don't have a raincoat. So, I mean. I, I still have my, do you know the waterproofs we got for Bingham? But they have hoods. Ago? They don't have hoods, no. I've got that, but no hoods. I, had a, I don't have any like tracksuit bottoms that aren't cotton. Oh, I have, I have I, I'm fine. I'm sorted. I'm okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to bring my rugby bits as well because I don't want to stand on oh, grass. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I don't want to stand on grass and trainers, so I'll bring rubber boots. And then maybe um, there'll be like this time where like you're watching the side and then one of their players gets injured and like <gasps> we need someone, we need someone. Hey, hey you! You look like you can play rugby. <laughs> I did. I I did play rugby in the rain, no less. <laughs> I've never heard this. Apparently, uh, Mickey was being like he messaged me separately, oh, being like he's actually no, pretending no. to play rugby in the rain again. And I was like, what does this mean? <sighs> so this bitch <laughs> needs to control this. himself. No, what happened was. We were doing this workout at the gym and it included running outside. And a lot of people didn't want to run outside 
And I was like, I don't care. Uh, I'll run outside. And like, he's like, nobody's going to run outside. And I was like, I'll still run outside. Because I want to do the work. I, wanted, I think it was like pre the not marathon marathon I did in Belfast. Mm. And I was like, I wanted to run more. And it, people were like, no, let's not run. I'm like, no, I want to run more. And he's like, no, the rain will mean you don't want to run. I'm like, I used to play rugby. It rained all the time. I'm used to playing, like I'm used to running in the rain. That's that's what I was saying. Oh. And he's like, oh, you play rugby in the rain. What a hard, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, Mickey. Go yeah, yourself. I didn't know what he meant. <laughs> no, but, but now anytime I do anything in the gym, it's like, oh, this is Ashley. He used to play rugby in the rain. Like, oh, <laughs> that was good. Excellent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll we'll get to spectate rugby in the rain, but also yeah, someone might be able to spot you from a distance and be like, "You can play with us." It'd be a good moment for TV. I <laughs> uh, save the day. Exactly. It's got score the winning touchdown. Hmm. Well, this is it. I'm. It's destiny. You know, it's written in the stars. That's good. But yeah, but yes, this weekend we're off to Dublin. I'm excited. I'm going to see your face. I get to see oh, so many people's faces. I'm so excited. Yeah, you get to see a lot of people. I'm nervous. So is, is there like, is there like dinners or anything booked that I, because I literally just confirmed everything today, so I don't have any clue what's actually happening. I think just the Saturday there's a big team dinner, but apart from that, no. Um, no, I'll just see who's around and stuff. I'm going to the Guinness factory on Thursday because I'm going to Daily. And then I thought I'd try and find a really good fried chicken place, but then you can't really go to that. So, you know, you there is there's a really good buffalo chicken, buffalo wing place, and I can't remember this name. Um, it does really good buffalo chicken wings. Oh my god, it's so good! It's really and you're allowed to have buffalo chicken wings. Oh, I can eat buffalo chicken wings. Okay, well, mm. we'll have a look and see. And then I was supposed to ask my friend Chris, um, who sometimes listens to the podcast about because he lives near dublin he works in dublin um, awesome. and he loves to eat food so yeah find a good place to go well he, he'll know this place is right it's not far from the main the main sort of street in dublin so um cool it's, it's um really good. how it do really you actually oh um sorry oh, it's <laughs> good thank you i was gonna say it looks really dingy from outside but inside it's actually quite cool and the food is amazing um my my week's been my last week was great uh, I can't really remember much of what I did. I got a little bit drunk on Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, probably. Mm. Um, yeah, no, we. I just usual worked out, hung out with people, had tea, and then had a couple of pints. Um, did the most horrendous workout in the gym yesterday. You see it, my hands; they're all ripped open. Oh my goodness! So, I know. Yeah, I hope that doesn't stop people picking me for the rugby team. <laughs> now it's sure that you work really hard you can grab things really well yeah I mean if anything it's extra grip exactly but, um, yeah no all all good my week nothing really extraordinary I'm nearly finished my book which is fun I started watching a TV show called Years and Years I don't know if you've been watching it which is really cool really different I watched the first um, episodes yeah I haven't watched episode 3 either yet but um, I'm, I'm really enjoying that um, but, uh, how hot is Dino Oh, Dino is really hot, yeah. Oh, yeah, my goodness. He's, uh, yeah. He's a nice guy as well. I've met him a few times in the Oh, beers. of course. Of course. Oh, oh yeah, no. He's a lovely guy. Uh, this is actually, because we, we, we chat up quite often. 
Um, and not not quite often. I'll take that back. We don't chat quite often. We chat every now and again. You and but, Dina. Yeah. We. Oh my goodness. We're friends on Facebook. Um, uh, we. And you basically message him, and he's like, "I'm busy again. Please leave me alone." Uh, I'm like, "Oh, Dino, stop messaging me. I'm recording a podcast." Um, but he, he he always we always talk about shows he's in, and I never watch them. Like he was in he was in what was it like that banana series, banana and cucumber. He was in that. Never watched it. He was in Humans, and I started watching it, and I watched the episode, watched up to the episode he arrived in it, and then I forgot to watch anymore. He was in other stuff, and I oh he what he was in a ITV series which came out. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but um, he was in that as well, and he plowed on for about a year about how good it was, and I never watched it, and then I watched it, and it was actually quite good. And this is the first thing I've ever watched that's actually been broadcasted live, as I've said, I'm watching it. So. Shout out to Dino. He said he actually said he'd be on our podcast. Stop it. Yeah, no, I asked him. I asked him ages ago. He said he'd be on it. Oh my goodness. But he said he said he, he wouldn't want to talk about the usual shit. Like it was not long after we did the episode about um frog blue jobs. And I said if you listen if you listen to the last episode, we talk about frog blue jobs, so I'm pretty sure you'll not be asked about just another TV interview. Oh no. All right, we need to talk about this after this, okay? Because this is really important news. And something yeah. you kept to yourself. Oh, my goodness. We should definitely do it live and naked. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, but then you'd just be in your room naked listening to people on the phone. No, no, no. I mean, we're all in the same room. I'll set it up. Don't worry. I'll set it up. Right, I'll get some incense. Yeah, yeah. I'll get some get oils. Some candles going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you provide yeah, yeah. needles? I know you're busy that week, though. So uh, um, I'll, I'll make room. No, 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 you, you, don't need to. You, don't, you don't need to, you don't need to, it's fine. There's enough mm-hmm. hair going on, like, we don't need more hair. Okay? Well, it's not from you, I've seen that forehead. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how was, was my... <laughs> how was your week? How was your week? Uh, wow, I, I was going to get my hair cut before Dublin, but now I don't think I will. <laughs> um... <laughs> My week has been my week has been pretty strong actually. Um, it was quite busy overall, and I, I think I was just going for like drinks and stuff. I was a bit on a date craze actually, and went. But we'd spoken about that last time, so I didn't go on anyone last week. Um, I'd seen any guys. I didn't that was go good. on anyone. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you said I didn't go um, on anyone last week. Um, my favorite chicken place, right? Changed their um, fried chicken, and I complained a couple of months ago. So they gave me free chicken and so they changed it back and I went to it on Saturday and they changed it back and I was just super, super, super happy that they did because it was delicious. What a great day. What a yeah. great day. It was and it was also 27 degrees outside so I got to eat loads of fried chicken and then um, sit in the sun in my flip-flops and then have a party which obviously I felt really ill afterwards. And I've been ill ever since mm. then so I was supposed to go and see my mum on Sunday. I'll, go and, I'll be able to see her before but she's going on holiday and it's her birthday soon. Um, actually on on. I was going to forget on Monday, the Monday we get back from Dublin and um, I had to cancel on her. Luckily now it's actually valid because I thought I was just severely hungover, but I've just been really ill. So yeah, that's not been great the past couple of days because I've been going into work and my eyes have been bright red and swollen and really itchy. Um, so yeah. And I think being sick is also separate because what's been wrong with me today is like my stomach. And like my muscle, like it's been, I think it's been quite fluey because it's not been like I've had like diarrhea, like I've been able to eat, but it's just been like, I don't know, just a weird feeling. But yeah, I came home and napped for five hours almost. I know. 
I thought you weren't going to record tonight because you were like unresponsive. And I thought, well, you should be finished rugby by now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't think I'd sleep that long. I mean, I just seemed it'd be like two hours or so, an hour. And then, yeah, four hours and four and a half hours had passed. And I was like, fuck. Luckily, I'd sort of just, um, yeah, I'm sorry about that. <clears throat> no, I'm fine. That's your health. Your health comes first. But yeah, so I'm not I'm not going to work tomorrow, which is quite handy. So I'm going to try and rest up as much for Dublin because we've got a rugby tournament to play. Mm, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. But no, it's been a decent week. But no, actually, for the first time properly, no real news. No real news. And it's nice, isn't it? It's just nice not having like, just just watching the world go by. I guess. You know, so I've been. I think I've been open about you know that I speak to a therapist on a Monday, right? And then there are some weeks when there's like bank holidays or things like, you know, trips away that I, I normally speak every Monday. And there's been a couple of weeks where it will be two weeks that I, before I have a session, right? And normally when there's two week, a two week gap, as it gets towards like the 10th and 11th day, I start feeling more feelings and like anxiety or I haven't had any anxiety properly for ages, but just I feel like I'm needing a top up of therapy, basically, like, you know, someone to help me sort of talk about what I'm feeling. Um, this was the first time in two weeks where we came to the session and she like, and I was just like, she's like, how's everything? I was like, everything's great. Everything's really good. I even got hammered on Saturday. And normally alcohol throws like my mind completely at work. And I was like, no, really good the next day. And everything's really good. Nothing to report. And I was like, she was like, maybe we should start doing this every two weeks. I was like, hold on, bitch. No. <laughs> it was only one good stretch of two weeks, but it's kind of good that this sort of maintenance of mine and trying to look after myself means that it's not, you know, I couldn't be self-sufficient for a longer period of time and, and really try and deal with my emotions or, or not even deal with it. I had nothing to deal with. I didn't feel so strongly about things that I would normally feel really strongly about, which was interesting. And I don't know why, but I'm going to roll with it and, um, and see if it stays that way. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, wow, that's good news. What a great way. Um, Oh, that's just made me smile. I'll just, I don't know, it's just a great way to introduce a podcast, all positive vibes, and it's good. good. <laughs> Excellent. I have to yeah. say, after last week's, as well, after last week's episode, we talked about Beyonce songs on the podcast. Um, I had had a bad week last week. I have, I've had a bad few weeks, I think. Just oh, no. My, my, yeah, my own mental state hasn't just been there. I've been challenged on a few things, which I thought would be easier, and um you know, each day as it comes, I'm not one to mourn. You know me. Well, actually, um, you have not. This is the first time you're saying this, and I don't appreciate it. Sorry? This is the first time you mentioned this. You should say, tell her, brother. Man, I, don't, I don't know. I don't like to. I, uh, anyway, so I've been It's I'm in such a better place today. But anyway, after the back of last week's episode where we talked about Beyonce songs, Honest to pod listener Adrian Drake, who comes to my gym at CrossFit Limavadi, coached by Mickey Walsh, the same Mickey that we talk about all the time. He made a Beyonce playlist for the gym and it was put on back to back for the two hours that I was training the next day. How amazing was that? He did that because of what we spoke about. Because he knew I was having a bad week and he knows I like Beyonce. So he said, do you know what? I'm going to do this and it worked and at the gym on Friday night when he brought it in it was pumping everybody loved it we're all going for it it was brilliant ah oh, that's so nice do you have a good playlist as I like that 
uh, do you know what? Every song was jamming. We were all loving it. It was perfect. Perfect. Amazing. That's good. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks, and he's Adrian. also, Adrian, Adrian's very active. He always, you'll, he's called Doc Jr., I think, on um, Instagram. He, he's always sharing when he listens. He usually listens when he irons, which is nice. Um, you know, background. Uh, he, thinks my, he, he thinks my voice is really sexy. Okay. Apparently, I'm just a piece of shit, but fine. <laughs> that mental health stuff has gone right. Window, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe book that therapist again quicker than you thought. <laughs> Good. I guess I need oh. that session now. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, shall we jump into some issues? Yes. <laughs> You can go first this week. Okay. Um, this week is a great and momentous week. Oh, God. No, it is not. It really is. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> this week, the best show on TV, Love Island, started again. And I'm going to just put it out there. I have an unhealthy addiction to Love Island. It is fucking sensational. It is one of the best shows on TV, hands down. And it started, we were supposed to record on Monday and we didn't in the end. So we, I managed to watch an episode um, and and it just brought back all, all the old great feelings. Everything of every reason why I love the show. It's so good. And it breaks my heart when everyone's just like, it's terrible, it's terrible, it's terrible. The problem is... And I guess it's worth, that's what we kind of want to discuss about is, is it actually terrible for people? Because there have been like studies about, you know, reality TV and mental health and actually two former um, contestants had um, committed suicide. And it's not directly related to Love Island per se, and it might have something to do with their own mental health issues. Um, but I mean, I don't feel guilty for loving the show at all. In fact, I will constantly promote it. But there are studies that show that it's, it is it can be harmful for young people, and I'm not a young person anymore. But for a particular demographic of 18, 24 year olds, and, and the kind of advertisement they have in the shows can be quite bad. Have you ever seen the show? Never watched it. So this is one thing as well, right? So speaking to our friend Luke the other day about it, and I was like, "You need to watch the show," and he was like, "No, I don't." And I was like, "Well, how do you have all of these things to say about it? Because you can't Luke comment Evans. on something, surely, huh?" Our friend Luke Evans, the actor from The Hobbit. <laughs> Imagine we need to tag him, make sure that we're like, "Hey, Luke again, yeah, Luke Evans." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but you, it's not really fair though. If you're going, I was like, you're just going on a bunch of assumptions, really, because you haven't actually watched the show. And we can have this conversation or whatever, but at least watch some episodes. So we've agreed that he'll watch right. three episodes. Okay. Well, I've never watched the show, but Emer at work, she watches, and she gave me the download today. I said, so what the fuck happened in Love Island? Why are people going crazy for it? And she was saying that basically, so the girls are all sat there and the guys come out one by one and they say, who loves this guy? And then the girls who love him step forward and then that guy picks from the girl, like, which all the girls, well, he doesn't even have to pick the girls to step forward. He can pick any girl, but he sort of the girls who step forward and indicate who's about who's into him. And mm. then they're like, 
and then he says, "Actually, I don't want that. I don't want that busted hoe. I want the busted hoe behind her." And why she got to be then, a busted hoe? <laughs> because she's a busted hoe. I've seen pictures of these girls. No, they um, choose attractive people for the show. Well, they must be coming on at some later stage because there is only one attractive person in that lineup. You're adding is, to the problem, by the way, just to put it uh, out there. And and he is the Fury guy. The, oh, really? He's the, he's so that's the Fury's brother. Guy. That's him. Yep. Jordan was dripping over everyone on the show yesterday. Every half a minute, he was like, this person, now this person, now this person. Nope, nope, nope. So anyway, they come out selected. And then then it's sort of like, oh, it's like gym class. You know what gym class, whenever you're like, oh, who wants to partner up with this person? And then, not that ever happened to me, but then um, uh, the last year, just kind of then thrown together and be like, okay, you two go together. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it, It sounds horrendous. Why is that awful? I don't know. It just doesn't. Anyway, it's not the point about what I think about it. It's the more important um, topic of is it right or wrong? So you're asking, is it for viewers or is it contestants' mental health? That, that well, there are two it? elements to it. Okay, so um, they got backlash after Last Love Island and the fact that. Um, since then, although people from the most recent series, not including this one, were not included in the two individuals that had um, taken their own lives. But there was a question about whether on these shows, people there's aftercare and there's thoughts of like looking after people once they've been on these shows. Um, so there's going to be like a, more of an effort and a scheme about looking after people once they've exited Love Islands because um, one of the difficult things about reality TV is being thrust into the limelight, right? So you're going from basically completely anonymous to someone who's got all this pressure um, mm-hmm. and people wanting you for one moment. Like a lot of people on these shows do like um, PR visits in, in nightclubs and stuff or group settings where people come sign your you know want signatures or pictures with you and then you end up just going to the, like a hotel room and you're just completely alone and no attention and no one with you and you don't know how to deal with things like that you don't know how to deal with the sudden in, um, injection of money um so now after the show you're going to have like basically aftercare how to deal with money how to deal with fame media training all of these sorts of things which is good it's great news because it's not just about what happens there and that's for the contestant because you wouldn't want and you wouldn't want to the same thing to happen again um they put jeremy Car- so you know jeremy Car was cancelled rec- um at the end of last year uh just a couple of weeks ago wasn't it oh yeah um, because of a contestant also committed suicide after they'd done a sort of lie detector type situation. Yeah. Um, it's <clears throat> about talking about, you know, the fact that they're not being cared for because it's there for entertainment purposes. And I, not, I guess I know it's true. Like say in love Island specifically that people, so that that's got to do with the contestants themselves. They're being picked up. They might be potentially vulnerable people because, you know, arguably they're going on their for fame and for the competition because the show's about love, but that's not, you don't go there for true love. And they say, and basically in like the five years of the show, there's only like one couple that are having a baby and one other couple that are married, but everyone from last year's episodes have all broken up. And a lot of them stayed together because um, they have like commitments to, to stay as a couple, you know, cause it benefits them financially and, and business wise. So. Yeah. You know, which is fine. That's fine for them if if that's part of it. I mean, it's basically Game of Thrones, isn't it? Where you stay in a relationship that benefits you both, right? 
yeah, I mean, obviously Game of Thrones is a fictional world of dragons and witches and stuff, but it makes sense to compare these relationships to those, I guess. You know that's based on real life, you little silly bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or, or anything like that, because, you know, like um, House of Cards and things like that, all of these shows, you stay in a relationship to benefit you both, um, you know, both professionally and financially and stuff. <laughs> um, but then there's another element, which is you know, the people that watch the show, because <clears throat> one thing that I would say that is quite important is is the diversity on the show. And I think there's a fine balance. It's really hard. The premise of the show is that people need to be attracted to each other. The issue is, is the people that are being put on the show all at the same. You know, there's not, there hasn't been very much, very many people of color on the show. And if you were, it was very highly noted. So last year there was someone called Samira and it was very known that she was the black girl, you know? Um, and she was the only one really. And then um, that's also trying to be tackled by the fact that there are more people of color on this series still not a huge number maybe not a representative number um, well this is this is this is what emer asked me to ask you about it because she didn't think it was as representative as it should be i still think there's work to do mm. i still think that it's not representative because um no it's not it's not and not just black people by the way because sometimes i think there's this like um Easy, no, I don't want to say easy way out, but when they talk about people of color and diversity, the first thing to do is to get a black person, right? Throw a black person in, yeah. But there's actually more than other, more than just black and white. Like there's loads of in between kind of thing. Um, so I think that you know, they're like, hey, let's just get more black people on the show. But there are people from all over the world. That's important too. Um, and also size is an issue as well. So everyone on Love Island generally has this, not even just average, Apart from one person last year who's I thought was the hottest person was Jack Fincham. I think he's fucking gorgeous. Um, but he was the only one who had a regular body somewhat, but he was still thin. He wasn't even big. Um, but everyone has insanely good bodies, like ridiculous. There's always like personal trainers and gym owners and shit like that. So this year they tried to get, they've got, not they tried to, they've got a scientist who's from Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland was she? I think she's not that. I don't think so. She, I think she Sometimes you get confused with the accent. Huh? The, the token black girl. That's the thing. She's black and she's from, and she's a, a scientist. So she's both the smart quota and the black quota. Um, and they, they wanted two smart people in there. So they got two smart people. <laughs> um, instead of just like, you know, like social media types. But then they've also got a curvy girl in there. But the thing is, is so you know Jamila Jamal? Do you ever like follow her on Twitter? No. Really? Who's she? You should. What's her um, name? She's an actress on The Good Place, and she used to be like, way back when, she used to be on like T4 and stuff like that. I can't remember what else she's actually been in, I'll be honest. What's but she's most Jamila, J A M E E L A, Jamil, J A M I L. Um, and she's on the most, the thing she's on most recently is The Good Place, which is great. You've never heard of The Good Place? On Netflix? Uh, no. Wow. Uh, I know her. I know her. I know her. What is she in? She know, she's in other stuff. She's been in, I think she's a very regular actress and stuff. Um, but she's very open and um, she responds very often on Twitter to things that she doesn't necessarily see or write. Especially she had this, um, anything to do with uh, body positive, positivity stuff. So she suffered from, um, you know, I don't know if she suffered from eating disorders, but 
been subject to wanting to change her body shape, you know, to be in the media and stuff. And then she's always against people that there are a lot in America. There's a lot of um, celebrities that will promote like, um, uh, like detox and flushes and stuff, which makes you just shit out everything, but it doesn't actually promote a healthy lifestyle. And then she posted about the fact that, so um, there's a girl on the show who's supposed to be curvy and she is more curvy, but she's still mad thin, like a flat stomach, really tiny waist and stuff. Um, although after the first episode, she seems really funny and she seems like a great personality actually. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what this girl Anna's like, um, because I actually really endeared myself to her. <clears throat> um, I think she's had a lot of work done, so her face didn't move very much. But the thing she said made me laugh a lot, actually. But for them to be curvy, they still chose someone who's mad thin. And it's difficult because I guess if you had someone, say with my body, like a, it makes me feel like I could never be on that show unless I lost like four stone. The issue is, mm. is I guess now that I'm not so in my early 20s, for sure. Yeah, no, I remember actually when I was 18, 24, within that age, just finishing um, like sixth form college, going to uni, working and stuff. I used to have a lot of issues with my appearance, tons, tons and tons and tons. And I'd lost a lot of weight at that point because of it. So I can understand why seeing those people do well on a show and say that this is what you're attracted to would make you think that. The issue is, is if, how do you, not the issue is, they need to come up with a way of adding more diversity when it comes to different shapes and sizes. I think for sure. Yeah. But then do you think some of the appeal of love Island is the fact that people are attracted to people on the show? I do. And that, so if they had less, I'm not gonna say less attractive, but less what society deems as attractive people. So basically you're, you know, cover models and Instagram models and, you know, even this more curvy is a, she's a, she's a plus size model, isn't she? She is a, a model by her job title. Um, if you didn't have models, would people, would as many people, you know, tune in? Well, I think that's a different, it's not what society deems, it's actually what they want society to think, isn't it? So that's, that's the problem. It's like, well, okay, if you're saying that you need to have someone who's slightly larger, but why is that what you think is attractive? Why do you think that that's what they'll be attracted to? And I imagine they fill in like some forms to say who you're attracted to. But it's kind of like, when I think about like gay people and stuff, right? So, you know, like, I don't know. I'm always, I'm, I'm always still a little bit in shock. You know, I've been on this good run, right? With like guys and stuff. And um, I'm now in my later years and stuff, even when I, apart from getting bigger recently, I've been happy with my appearance. I'm still surprised that people like me, especially, it sounds really weird, right? This is really bad. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this. This has come out of nowhere. Um, but I still, I'll still see like this really white guy and then I'll be like, I wonder why they really like me because I don't look anything like them. And I actually still oh. think this to this day. And I find it really, I find it really bizarre. And I don't, it doesn't, it's got nothing to do with how attractive I am or what I look like. It's just strange to me. And then, so like being on like Love Island is like, they're saying like, you know, you've got to look a certain way and these people will only be attracted to a certain type of people, but they don't actually know until they put this wide range of people in a place. And I think of gay people and gay men, like we've got all these berry types and all these certain types, but actually in a group situation, like 
um, say, say like Dublin, say like Union Cup, for example, you're going to see, and people we know, so many different types get with so many different people that may look like them, but in lots of instances do not because they're different ages, you know, different sizes, really different mm. appearances. And I, I, and I, and I don't think that's just gay people. I actually think there is, there must be an element of that within straight culture that I have no idea, but we're not necessarily representing that as much. Um, and yeah. we don't represent that within the gay community completely. Yep. But um, in real life, it's actually different. Let's back up a bit. Uh, you should have more faith in yourself. Um, don't I would don't ever question why somebody likes you. Just roll with it because as soon as you spit doubt, you'll start causing barriers, and then those barriers will just grow. So just I'm not I'm not saying this to you yourself, Matt, but just in general, just don't like just learn to roll with it. There's times I think, well, geez, why is this person attracted to me? I'm like, fuck it, they are. Let's just go roll with it until they're not, or I'm not. So that's just the way to roll. Secondly, do you remember? And you called me racist for saying this. Do you remember I said I think you looked like um, Michael B. Jordan in that photo in a in a certain photo you posted, and you're like, "Oh, you're just racist because we're both black." Well, somebody else very recently, within the last couple of weeks, said your friend Matt looks like Michael B. Jordan, and I'm like, Stop "I it. think so." I swear to God, I'm not even lying. Like, may God strike. And just me to be clear, dead. this is an Irish, a very white, very Irish person, right? Uh, yeah, somebody face to face. Told me this. Okay, okay. Just to put it out there, just just to, just to double down on that, it wasn't mm-hmm. someone else, but someone who's very white, very Two Irish. White okay. Irish guys have said that you right, like right. So Jordan. that's a great example of how you're right. Okay, okay. Oh God, I don't know if this is backfiring or not, but it was meant. I to be think it's definitely backfiring. <laughs> Why is it backfiring? You just said the problem is we said that white people say that all black people are the same. You just said another white person said a black person looks the same. Well, were well, you the one that wanted to know if it was white, the person was white or not? But of course, it's going to be. There's not very many black people in our. No, I made an assumption, and my assumption was correct. So maybe don't assume so much and just listen to the compliment. I get told all the time I look like different white people. I'm not going to call that person racist. I don't know, like Michael B. Jordan. I wish I did, but I, well, no, I don't. I like my face, but um, I don't think I look like Ryan Phillippe, but apparently I do. It's those I lips, do. isn't it? You got those tubey lips. Yeah, I do have tube lips and I have sometimes get curly hair when it grows. Yeah, and they're sort of like little shiny blue eyes. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe twins. you do. <laughs> okay, I'm convinced. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> um, and there's a few other things there, but I can't remember what we were talking about after it, so I, they might come back to me <laughs> later on. But I just wanted to say, just have more confidence. Well, that wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't say, I can't believe these people like me. I didn't say that. I was just surprised. Have more faith in yourself. We just said that my self-esteem is something that I'm, I, apart from, you know, last year, been pretty good overall. Um, it's just it's just a funny thought, isn't it? I think it's it's a thought I wish didn't happen, but it is funny, isn't it, that I think that. And I don't know, well, not that I don't know why. It's just interesting to me. I'm just a bit like, oh. Yeah. I don't know, I like anything like the people that like me. Um, Maybe that's good. Especially, yeah, because I am bigger these days and I'm like, fuck me. Huh? What you say? I, I said maybe it's good. I just said in my head because, you know, if everyone looked the same and just fancied the same people, how boring would that be? Mm, yeah. yeah anyway, boring. I just want to say I'm glad that Love Island started. And it's honestly, the show is sensational. I, I, I guess I wasn't really saying anything apart from the fact that I do think that there are maybe attempts to be more diverse overall. But 
I don't think it's the most diverse show. Um, will people watch it without that? I don't know either, you know, because I like looking at attractive people. Um, I like the fact that they like each other and they'll just fuck each other either, over. I do think what is important is the aftercare of the contestants because I think, I believe that, you know, there'll be a bad stigma on people that will go on these shows and a lot of people don't watch it because they might be like, okay, they're vacant people that just want to, um, who have no talent, this, that, and the other. And I have no problem on reality TV shows, whether it's American Idol or, you know, X Factor or The Voice or Love Island or Big Brother where, you know, people are just trying to make the most of any opportunity. I guess the issue is, is some of them, are desperately trying to get famous and those aren't being looked after. Maybe we need to have an understanding of how to look after or not give people those opportunities if it's to the point where it's dangerous um, and actually prepare people for what is going to be changing because um, one thing they're trying to do on Love Island, I'd say not one thing, there's more links to people who are already famous. So the idea is that you know Tyson Fury's brother it's already has an understanding of what fame is like. So it shouldn't be such a shock when they'll be thrown into the limelight afterwards. Um, right, okay. But there's only two people really that have these like tenuous links to sort of celebrity at this point. Um, mm. But basically, watch Love Island. It's fucking amazing. And um, I hope there's better aftercare. But also, I do understand and believe that there are some issues when it comes to looking after young people's perception of what their body should look like, especially when it gets to the point where they want to self-harm or you know feel bad about how they need to change their bodies based on what they see on television. Um, I don't want that. And I can understand and do believe that it probably has that effect, but I do love Love Island really well, badly. <laughs> there we go. At least the, um, the advertisers are getting what they pay for then, I guess. It's, it's really bad how much I love the show. Okay, you're not alone. I think loads of people love it. So, so good. So good. And I would recommend it to anyone. Uh, episodes a lot no? I would rec- recommend Chernobyl I know I've piped on about it for a couple of weeks now but oh my god um, oh my you also god. got in, you also got like gassed for explaining it really poorly to me someone was like I can't it, it hurts it hurts the way that he's explaining it and I was like okay <laughs> what, what, how did I explain it poorly I don't remember poorly or poorly poorly <laughs> um, because I don't want to give away too much otherwise there's no point like no, but the actual real Chernobyl apparently it was bad. Anyway, I don't want to go over it. I don't want to go over it. We should go on to your topic. Oh, was it? Um, somebody had to go at me for not knowing where it was and then saying how I got there in the end. I was like, right, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Well. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to know what our listeners think about Love Island. Do they watch it? Do they not watch it? If they had different cast members on it, more diverse cast, would they find it just as interesting? Yeah. Because remember last time we spoke about whether there'd be like a gay one or something and that wouldn't be possible, oh, but yeah. Lesbian gladiators. <laughs> it would literally be like a nuclear disaster. The explosions would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow they figure out how to get married on the show as well. And you'd be like, where did you get these cat from? Did you steal a cat from outside? <laughs> the cat just comes. <laughs> it's been theme. four weeks and you're married already. <laughs> there's lesbians. Oh, there's lesbians. Oh, gotta love them. Gotta love them. Gotta oh, love yeah. them. <laughs> right. Um, anything else, Matt? 
nothing else from me. In fact, I just, I keep, my nose keeps having blocked and my eyes hurt. And you know when you're ill and you just get really needy? Mm. That's what's happening right now. Just this moment. I'm getting a wave of it right now. Can I just say you, and I mean this coming from a friend to a friend. You are, okay. (laughs) You don't need to be ill to be needy. Uh, Me personally? Yes. You personally. Stop it. (gasps) Okay. Yeah, open up coming from your unneedy, coming coming from your unneedy friend. Uh, I was going to say this is you, son. You're talking about yourself. Uh, uh, uh. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Um, let's go on to the next topic, shall we? Okay, cool. So I mess- I put up something the other day about how that Catholic bishop in, I think somewhere in America, maybe it was Illinois, had said that, just a reminder that Catholics should not be attending Pride because it's immoral and it's harmful to children. And obviously that the Catholic bishop was saying that the irony was not lost in the fact that it was a Catholic bishop who, um, cho- I think he chose to ignore the many pedophile um, accusations made in the Catholic Church. Um, That was one thing I want to talk about, but I didn't want to talk about it because it's sort of, we talked about, I talked about religion last week and I didn't want to talk about religion again this week. But a good note from it was um, one of the other guys who goes to the gym, Jordan, he said that in his local church, um, there was a stand in... um, bishop or not bishop or whatever whatever it would be coming to the, the local ch- uh, catholic church um priest uh, is it a priest for catholics i don't know i, I get minister and priest That's what they've been in, i have no idea but anyway whoever it was whoever's yeah. given the sermon was saying had about a 10 minute sermon about why homosexuality is wrong and apparently quite a few older people got up and walked out well, quite a few people got up but what was remarkable is a lot of the older generation also got up and walked out and said they would not go back until he is oh, amazing so that is quite good um it's very good not quite good very good uh which is awesome and i just you know it's 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 you think like limavadi where i'm from is small town this is from like outside small town so this is like small small town so well, like three people was, so when you say yeah. the old people it was the old person <laughs> it was the, the local the, the took an old person for the yeah but that was positive but what i want to talk about as my official topic for the week is Anne Whittacombe and her outrageous statements. Did okay. you see them? Did you hear about them? Yeah. Uh, so I always post again on like this on social and lovely people love to challenge sometimes what I say um, and send me private messages and keep me talking to the early hours of the morning or whenever. And that's fine. I love a good debate. Um, some people are more open to debates and other people have the opinion that their opinion is right and they can't be challenged. Um, but I have my opinions and it's what causes a good debate. But for anyone who doesn't know, Anne Whittacombe, who is an MEP for the Brexit party, who've just been elected into Europe, um, was asked on a recent interview, I think it was on Sky News, 
about some comments she made back in 2012, where basically in an article in 2012, she was in a roundabout way, very indirectly advocating for gay conversion therapy. Um, the headline of the article is, oh, where is it? I've lost it. Help, helping those who aren't glad to be gay. Um, and then a subheader saying almost anyone can get help for anything from psychotherapists in this country, except gays who are, who do not want to be gay. So the article is in a very roundabout way advocating conversion therapy. When she was asked about it, she defended it by saying that science may yet find the answer for being gay. Now, how would you interpret that? I thought she got a little bit of extra stick that maybe in my head, and it's not right, I guess, it was one of those old, old people because she wasn't, she, she couldn't like connect the dots in being like, okay, she kept on saying the trans people can change their bodies to fit their gender. So why can't people change their sexual orientation? And I didn't necessarily say that it was wrong, but somehow she'd seen them as the same thing. Um, and so I was a bit like, people are like, oh, she's saying it's, you know, a choice that you can change. And I never necessarily didn't hear her say, I didn't hear from it that it was her saying you can and should change it. She was just saying that there's lots of things you can do with science. One of which is change your sexual orientation, the way that you can change your body. The issue is, is they're not the same. But Uh, she's a crazy old lady. No, the the exemption from all old people like being old does not make you exempt um you live in today's society with enough education enough resources around you to know that it's not right to be homophobic so i you can't you can't just say oh old people i know i'm not having to go to this but um, I, I know people do but it's no longer an excuse i'm sorry it's no longer an acceptable excuse to just say oh old people um She's not just an old people who's a batty old, I mean, she's a batty old bitch in my opinion, but um, she is actively against LGBT people. Like it's not just her. And this is what what people don't understand because a lot of people who came back to me on my post had the same approach that you had saying, well, she didn't really say that. I'm like, yes, she did. Like uh, go read into Anne Whittacombe. And you will understand exactly what she said. She's Oxford educated. She's not just a baddy old bitch from up the road. She's smart. She's educated. And she has a way with words. She writes articles for the for newspapers. Like she, She's not just somebody's given a microphone and allowed to free will. She knows exactly what she's saying. She, um, she attacks LGBT people all the time. She thinks that our soul, our culture's acceptance of transgender people she's described as lunacy um she backs businesses who decline business or decline uh customers who are gay um she even criticized harry and megan because they supported um the decriminalization of homosexuality in all the commonwealth states 
Mm. So she's not she's not just somebody who's got her words mixed up. She knows exactly what she's saying, and she knows exactly what she's not saying. She's worded this in a very, a very, uh, in a way that you could read it for interpretation, and she can come back at a later point when question and say, "Well, I didn't exactly say that." Is like, yes, you did. She has advocated for gay conversion therapy in the past. She, um, yeah, she, she, so when she's saying find an answer, it is, it is, it's positioned it like it's a problem that there needs to be an answer. There doesn't need to be an answer for being gay. Um, I think part of the problem, which goes back to what she wrote before was when she was saying things like helping those who aren't glad to be gay. Um, I think I think to approach it saying, well, surely there, there there should be the. I think her point was she was making there was the idea of conversion therapy isn't even being allowed to progress anywhere because um, activists are saying it shouldn't be allowed. Now, I I can understand what she means. Like, unless you test it, how do you know it won't work? But there has been tests. There has been things done to gay people in the past that have been harmful and, and leaves them worse off. And I don't believe ever will work. Like you, you can't change who you are. Like you, know, you can't change your eye color. With you, it's just it's not. It's it it's it's not right. Um, gay conversion therapy, for those who don't know, includes methods. Um, not all gay gay conversion therapy includes this, but. Um, notable notable ones of the past, which I when I did some research include lobotomies. So that's people, and this was done by a guy in the states to over two and a two and a half thousand people, and he had no surgical training. But I think I I think I didn't. But I think he has the power of God. No surgical training, but he um, operated on two thousand five hundred people, um, brain surgery to correct. Uh, to correct their gayness. Oh my goodness. Um, le- leaving about 40% of them paralyzed. Um, corrective rape. Um, lesbians would be raped by men in, as a way to correct their lesbianism. As, as, you know, as a way to convert them. And electrotherapy. So people have been electrocuted. Um, mm. It's it's not, it's it's not, like, this is what this is. I'm not saying this is what she's advocating for these methods, but this is what conversion therapy is. Um, it's it's still legal in the UK um, to have conversion therapy, even though about a year ago the Conservative Party did say that they were do, do, going to outlaw it. It's not yet been outlawed, and it has been um, it has been classed as dangerous by all major counseling and psychotherapy bodies in the UK and, and the NHF and, and the NHS. So it's, it's not a practice that's supported by any medical governing bodies. Um, so coming back to what Anne Whittacombe says in the sense of there has to be an answer. The answer isn't, um, in my opinion, the answer isn't let's test and see what we can do and see if we can make unhappy people happier. The te- the answer to me is building a society that's more accepting so people don't have to be unhappy being gay. Oh, absolutely. So, and to me, the solution for that 
is getting rid of people like Anne Whittacombe from positions of power. Um, so in an interview today, her the leader of the Brexit party, Nigel Farage, who surprisingly to me came across as non-homophobic in this. I didn't. I thought he was, but I don't know. I he didn't come across as homophobic in the interview. But Piers Morgan pressed him pretty hard and said that as the leader of the Brexit party. Is he going to punish Anne Whittacombe for her views or her what she said? And Nigel Farage said that he will not because it's um because she's a devout Christian. Um, he believes that she should be entitled to her views as everyone else is entitled to theirs. You don't you don't have to agree with them. You don't have to disagree with them. But they're her views, and you should let her say what she wants. If they they that? represent a group of people, that is though, and that's that's like the same thing as um. Israel um, the Israel Falau thing, like exactly, it's, it's not just like okay, you're open to views, that's fair enough. But also, if, but then if they don't represent your own views, but then so it'd be the, it might be the inverse of that. So if you feel like people are able to express themselves, and actually they might fall in line with your company or your group, uh, you, the group's views, then obviously you wouldn't get rid of them. So maybe she's not the only one who feels that way. Um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the leader of the Brexit party is Nigel Farage, and he has said he doesn't agree with her views. He did it in a very roundabout way, but I believe the outcome was that he said he didn't. He obviously does not believe with her views in that. Um, the, the, the Brexit party have no sort of manifestos brought together. They've only been around for six weeks, so there's nothing about equality or anything in there. But the, the same thing, she's, she's an elected MEP now who isn't going to be or may be in a position where she can influence changes um, or in, in influence litigation. So it's interesting here where we're, where, where we're at the doorstep of. Um, but I don't, yeah, so I don't, the, the, uh, the point it was trying to make was that don't take what she said as face value as what she said, because it's not what she was saying. Um, I, I urge people to do a bit of research more on Anne Whittacombe because she's not just a little old lady who gets herself confused. She knows exactly what she's saying. Um, mm. She, I wanted to go on and talk about things as well, but I'll have to save it for another day because we're getting close to our time. But um, yeah, I, I will save it for another day. But yeah, Anne Whittacombe, what a wee bitch. You definitely convince me though, because she does know. She does know what she's talking about, and she's probably got away with her words. It's fact. Oh, she she definitely has a way for words. Um, yeah, I don't think she's very happy. She can't be. I what was I watching something and said her people? Oh, it was um, RuPaul's Drag Race actually, and it was the reunion, and the finale was last week actually. That's one thing I should mention. I had a, a viewing party. And that finale was excellent. Um, I thought it was really good, actually. And in the reunion before that, one of them who was like lashing out to everyone was just like, hurt people, hurt people. And it's true, you know, when you hurt yourself and when you're feeling a certain way, then you um, you lash out to others. Um, I don't know if this is her feeling hurt and having insecurities, though, because I don't know. Mm. But that's what happens. I do believe in that statement. I do as well. It's like a, it's like a, a song that came on. I was listening to it earlier today. Oh, what was the song? What was the song? Hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, no. hurt people, 
Pretty Hurts, Beyonce. No, no, it was um, Hold On by Wilson. Wilson, do you do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. You've got no one to blame for your unhappiness. You got yourself into your own mess. Letting your work. You know this song. Hold on for one more day. You're buying. I have to hear song. a version that's actually understandable. <laughs> oh, you, you, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I actually don't. I feel like I'd know the song, but your rendition of it was not that cute. Um, I think my rendition of it. Someday somebody's going to make you want to turn around and say goodbye. Till them Is that a song? Yeah. Oh, then I definitely know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the words are, so I don't know how this is related. I'm sorry. Oh, well, this is all about... You've got no one to blame for your unhappiness. You've got yourself into your own mess. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, then yes, it makes complete sense. Totally. Done for one more day. There we go. Makes perfect sense. I didn't know that it was about that, but yeah, definitely. I don't know if it was about that. It just made me think of that there now when it came into my head. But um, cool. We're getting very close to our hour here, and I don't know if there's anything we're going to edit. So this is going to be a longer episode because there's a couple more. For sure. Quickly shout out about it. I've got to go to bed. Um, well, talking about uh, gay rugby and the Union Cup, there's been two UK rugby players who play for who used to or do play for teams in the UK that made the news this week as well um, so there's the Bristol Bisons player I don't know if you've been following that story but he's a Kenyan um, he's lived here for over yep, 10 years Kenna. do you know him? I don't know him now actually I don't no, it's sad his asylum is, is, his request for asylum got denied and he has to um, leave without delay um, and go back to Kenya where he will face up to 14 years in prison for having gay sex. So it's very sad. Um, I'm not sure I didn't, in the article I read, it didn't say anything about what else people can do. I think, I don't know if it's a case of everything has been done that can be done. I'm not sure. Um, no, I think they'll appeal one more time. Can they? That's good. That's good. It's so sad. Um, so sad. And then I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if he's still there. Oh, does he still play the um the guy Fez Fern Can? <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> does he not? I thought he, I didn't know if he still played or not. Oh, absolutely not. No one would. No, he does not. Uh, he made the news as well. Did you see? He did make the news. <laughs> um. So, uh, <laughs> his name was Fez, right? I. Is that's what he's called for short? His name is Furhan Khan. Furhan Khan. All right. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't. I because I was like. I, I don't I'm upset we're giving him airtime. I'm just going to put it out there. Well, the only I think it, I I I have watched that video so many times. Like when he screams, <laughs> and I have got so much pleasure from watching that video. <laughs> and as much as I do think, in his defense, that the amount of manhandling was maybe inappropriate, but also buy a fucking ticket, mate. So this guy was. I guess thrown out of Birmingham Pride because he didn't have a ticket. Um, 
And he then went on a protest to saying about pride isn't about profit. No, but people there are making it safe and you pay your ticket to cover their salary to be there for the day. Clean up the streets, clean up your vomit from when you're sick and lying in the corner. So I also didn't like the guy because he ran into me five years ago and I've been holding this grudge for five years and now it's finally come out and I'm happy and I'm like, yay. What do you mean he ran into you? Oh, he rubbed me up the wrong way at Pride London about five years ago. I was organizing kits for people to wear in the parade and I made it very clear to everyone that do not show up expecting to wear club shorts. Club shorts are off limits. We'll supply tops, but no club shorts. He rocked up and he said, I don't have any shorts. And I'm like, that's too bad. You can't have any club shorts. And then he stole a pair from the bag. And then the next thing I see, he's outside wearing them. I'm like, uh, I said, no. And then he had a massive shouting match at me in the middle of the street. And I was like, oh, and then Tim came over and Tim's like, it's fine. But if he loses them, he pays for them. And I was like, oh. and then he rained on my parade because it made me unhappy because I got so worked up that he didn't follow the rules. And I love rules. I love rules. And he didn't follow you the do. rules. And then you love your own rules. Gary, you love your own I, rules. I do love my own rules. Um, and then Gary Webb came over and he made it feel better. He's like, let's just get drunk and enjoy pride. And I'm like, yeah. And I just spent two hours giving him evils in the parade and then I got drunk. But he rubbed me up the wrong way five years ago and now payback. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and that's all I have to say well, about him. Perfect. So let's, let's not. All right, then. But if you have well, time to check out that quick. video and uh, hear his, sh- if you have time to check out that video and hear him shriek, it is quite funny. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, no more air time for him. What well, do you not like him either? I hope you have a lovely week, Ashley. Oh, oh, there's a story there. I'll get out of you this weekend in Dublin. I'll see you in. A f- I'm gonna see you in three days. Oh, good, yeah. Yep, yeah, we'll see you in sunny Dublin. In our flip flops and shorts and sunglasses. Yep. <laughs> Keep me um, clued into what you guys are doing. So I am arriving Friday at some point. I haven't decided what time yet, but Friday at some point I'll be down. Well, probably around four ish, I imagine. Cool. I don't know cool. what I'm doing on Friday. Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing your face. Oh, thanks everyone for you listening. Too, Make sure you check us out at Honest Pod on Instagram and have lovely weeks until next week. Ciao, ciao. Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye.